of song to uh, Goodfellas, which I saw last night for the 116th time on AMC with all the commercial interruptions. Actually, no, there's no, inc- whatever. Sorry, last night. This song is uh, right towards the end, of course. Took two days for them to, uh, for Carbone's body to the defrost before they could do the autopsy. Anyway, uh, we're ready for a Thursday show. And believe it or not, no one's, no one's in the studio today. So uh, whether or not that helps you. And, and there's never a knock on anyone that is in the studio. It's just that we've had a lot of people either calling in or in the studio in recent weeks. And sometimes it is a, a, a odd to, you know, to have a show without one. And, and uh, again, not, not good or bad or nothing in between. But I can tell you this on a programming note that we're going to have our own Mike Ricker. And by that, I say our community's own, who works at WPBS for the upcoming holiday auction at WPBS. He's been doing publicity all over town. I believe he was on Johnny's show. And he's going to be coming in tomorrow uh, to talk with us uh, here for the first part of tomorrow's show uh, here on a Friday. So, and then on top of that, I, I finally, I, I promised uh, a businessman running into some real issues these days on the north side. And no, it's not a north side issue, believe it or not, but his name is Bill and he runs uh, the Make Sense Redemption Center. He's actually got two locations. He's got another one in Harrisville. And, you know, we've seen redemption centers here, there, everywhere. Uh, it's a dirty business. Um, you, it's a lot of work. In this day and age, to get people to do anything, particularly, you know, dirty work like that, it's very difficult. But Bill has put a tremendous investment into this business. And by that, I mean, uh, one, he's got a ton of people working for them. Granted, it's, it's family, which is the way it's supposed to be. It's, if there's anything we can learn from the Asians and the Italians and from the old school days, that the best way to build a business is to do it on your, on your own and then maybe get some, you know, some help from the, uh, from the, from the other people, <clears throat> you know, the non-Italians to, to clean the dishes every while now and then, that type of stuff. Uh, but Bill's had issues with the company that called Tamra, huge company. They're the only ones uh, involved in the actual redemption process, meaning there's a monopoly of those who actually collect the cans and pay uh, uh, redemption centers like Bill's Place on Mill Street. Or is that LaRay Street? LaRay Street, excuse me. I get it mixed up myself. So um, he's coming in Tuesday to talk about how last month or so, and it was on Channel 7, that means it's legitimate, <clears throat> uh, he talked about how he was owed uh, six figures at least. So I met with him today to see, you know, now that the politics is over, and now we have some breathing room here. I want to talk about some real issue, other issues, too. Uh, so he did explain that he got a, a nice chunk of change uh, uh, sent to him from Tamra. That's T-A-M-R-A. I don't know if that's an acronym. It sounds like it is. But like I said, it's the only company that works in conjunction with all the uh, redemption centers. Now, I don't know if that's nationwide. I think it is. But I know clearly it's in New York State. And whenever you have a, a monopoly business like that, and I'm going to go out on a limb and say, I won't name the name of the company, but there's one company, for instance, that ranks radio stations and TV stations, and they're the same company. And they've been using the same archaic methods for over 60 years now. You have to fill out a diary and tell everyone what station you've been listening to. Uh, and, if, you know, and most people say they're, you know, they're, they're watching WPBS all day just to claim that they're smart. Meanwhile, they're watching Ridiculousness on MTV for 26 hours straight. So it's never, that's just not accurate. Uh, and when you have one company doing that, that's when that crap, get, you get away with that stuff. And Tomer is the same example. They're ripping people off. They claim that there was a, uh, um, some type of computer glitch, and uh, they wouldn't honor the receipts of cans at a certain pay period. 
And and needless to say, when you find out that you're shorted over nearly two hundred thousand uh, dollars, that would make you want to go right through the roof. Not to mention, he's putting on a huge add-on, a build-on. And by the way, the build-out uh, build there, he's adding a, a, little, a little side uh, addition to the place. And I saw a young woman there drilling th- on a high ladder with a hammer. And I know, I, I know, call me sexist, whatever, but I just wish I had the same skill set anyone like her could do. Because she's up a high on the ladder. She's putting up a truss. She's putting in, you know, a big, big-ass screws or nails up there. Not for nothing, but that's a real woman right there. Jeepers, creepers. God bless you. All right, let's go to the phones. Hi, you're on the air. Oh, am I on? Oh, wait, hold up. Hi, are you there? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Perfect. Yeah, Glenn, at noontime, do you stay in the station or? Um, I'm in the other room a lot, but a lot of times I'm not here. And if I'm listening to the hotline show, it's on the uh, it's on the radio somewhere else. My phone oh, mostly. Did you hear the hotline? I heard some of it today, yes. Uh, apparently... Mayor Graham's on the blue ribbon commission. Oh, I just, Did I, you hear that? Yes, it's in the other room. Jeepers, creep. Wait, give me a second. Sing a song to yourself. Uh, say the alphabet, okay? Start talking. Because i got to run into the other room. I don't need dead air. All right, I'm back. Okay, oh, go ahead. Do what you got to do. Sorry about that. It's a press release. Did you hear of the hotline? Yes. Yeah, the mayor's on the Blue Ribbon Commission. Uh, he spent the last probably two months ripping the zoo <laughs> the way it's operated. And uh, you're telling me yeah. that he didn't know he was on that commission until noon today? And he, swear to God. Released? No. And then he forgot uh, the to do the up ID. People? No, he didn't know. Oh, I, I have the list in front of me. Do you want me to read it to you? Well, I just want to know. Do you think that's a conflict of interest? He's got the guy coming in Tuesday. Right. And I thought maybe you should do the interview instead of Mayor Graham. No, no, Mayor. You know what I mean? No, I don't. I have an issue with it. Why? How is that a conflict of interest? Huh? How is that a conflict of interest? Well, he's on the Blue Ribbon uh, panel, and he's going to be interviewing the gentleman that runs the zoo. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I don't like it. You know what I mean? Why is this a big secret here? Mayor had to know... A few months ago, he's on the commission here. Well, no, this is something you know that... You what we, I mean? Yeah, well, no, this commission that you talk about, I don't see Blue Ribbon uh, written in this press release, but this commission That's was just... This. That was uh, mentioned by uh, Mayor Smith. All right. But the Mayor ha- Mayor Graham had to know... He didn't. He was on this commission quite a while ago, and he's trying to claim he didn't know about it till today when he got the... the na- they released the names... No. You know what I'm talking about, Glenn? I, I, I'm reading it. I'm trying to Very tell you. It's strange to me. <laughs> in res- uh, this is what I don't know if the mayor should interview the head of the zoo, to be honest with you. Why? Because he wanted to do drag shows? Well, I don't know. It's hard to explain. I don't like it. I don't know why the mayor didn't tell us quite a while ago. He didn't know. He had to know. They just created this, though. He had to know. No, this was supposed to be done two or three months ago by Mayor Smith. Well, he finally and got around to it. You're telling me that Mayor Graham didn't know anything about it till today's hotline? Yes, I'm telling I you find that. that hard to believe. No, not at all. I, I, I talked to him I after the show. Would you, Glenn? After he had to do I the top of the you interview. should do the interview. You could do it. And I don't think you're going to have uh, any conflicts here. You know what I mean? All right, well. I'm yeah. telling you right now, if this Blue Ribbon Commission Blue. is going to keep the zoo rolling here. Yeah. And it's going to cost us in the pocketbook. Oh, it is a blue ribbon. Pattern. I don't know how you feel about it, but yeah, 
I think it's good money down a rat hole. And they want to, the gentleman running the zoo wants to follow the same policy, looking for money from the county, the city, the state, whatever it is. Right. And uh, I think it's good money, Donna Rattle. It was a nice thing at the time, but the zoo. I know, are, I know, I know. But let me, let you me know just. What I, mean? I do. We've talked about that. But here's the thing, you know, Jeff. Jeff doesn't like the idea of sending money to Watertown's version of Ukraine. He doesn't want Zelensky to take money blindly and do whatever he wants with it. So by putting a guy like Jeff Graham on any panel with regards to saving the zoo, to me, makes a lot of sense. And how, how more transparent can you be by having a guy on the Blue Ribbon Commission interviewing the guy running in charge? That's the, that's, that, you can't get any more transparent than that. It's impossible. Mm, I disagree with you, Glenn. How? How could I, you I think disagree it's a conflict. with He's not going to ask questions that I ask. I, he probably won't let me on the show. Well, I know the questions you ask. I'm going to go a different way with this uh, guy coming in. Wait, know, wait, wait. Just give me one question that you would ask him. Just, I can't say it on the air. Like, you're, you're one of those people that like drag shows for children. Right? Uh, Something like that. Where did that idea come from? Uh, I don't know. Some guy that really got into drag shows. Uh, bar down on New Street. Oh, I don't know. It's not his. It's, yeah. A drag show started years ago. Just a minute, Glenn. Yeah. There's a bar on New Street. Right. New, You're is... telling me this guy that runs the zoo does not run that bar. Donnie brought it up. Good call, Donnie. Well, Donnie's a big... Well, well hey, Donnie, call it like it is. <laughs> this is an issue. Okay, but... I'm going to call the mayor tomorrow. All right. And ask him about it. Oh, he'll love that. You're telling me he didn't know about him being on the commission until today. I, I, I find that hard to believe. I, I don't, well, first, I, I don't know why you find that hard to believe. And secondly, what I don't do know... What do you mean? That's, he was, he's run the zoo down for a couple months. Yeah, well, yeah, sometimes you got to, you know, uh, cure your enemy in order to make, you know, uh, put him on your side. You uh-huh. know, you know that, that's, that's important. Jesus did that all the time. I don't know why. I don't know why anyone would have the patience like that dude. Then they so put him on a cross. you would not come in and do the show. Is that what you're saying, Glenn? I, I would. I wouldn't deny. Yeah, I would interview anybody. Show. I think it would it'd be a little better if you came in. Well, yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you had no interest in this zoo, as far as I know. Well, You're not on the commission. No, I'm not on any commission. No doesn't know I could badmouth everything, commission. and they still wouldn't be putting me on the commission. No, but he doesn't know. He doesn't You're know. you telling me Mayor Smith did not contact the mayor on this? No, why would he? I mean, a while ago? It's not like Jeff's doing anything. Nah, just kidding. No, I'm talking about Jeff Graham. problem with it. This is the problem with Watertown. Everything's a damn secret here. I'm tired of it. All right, well. Look I, at the golf course. The same situation. Right. Stop covering things up behind closed doors. Well, you also thought that Jeff Graham was running Amy uh, Amy Horton's uh, campaign a couple of years ago. No, I didn't. Oh, somebody else. Well, my point was she's in the studio and she can't walk 10 feet to get on the show. <laughs> That's my point there, Glenn. The woman worked in the station. Well, yeah, she did. She did, yeah. yeah. And she couldn't come on the hotline. Every other candidate came on the hotline. Well, yeah, she came, on. On, she came on this show. in the damn station. Well, well at the time, uh, the, the, the mean girls were afraid of uh, uh, Jeff Graham, but they love him now. Well, they were? Yeah, yeah, they were. They didn't I want... got nothing against Mayor Graham, but I think... It's tough to scare like, them, too. I didn't know anything about being on the commission. I find it mind-boggling. Well, I don't know why well, you... I mean, we're talking about a community zoo that's on its last leg, and they're trying their last-ditch effort to put together some brain power to save right. it. And although, so you want to spend uh, endless. Well, I don't know the what zoo. they're going to do. Maybe, maybe this blue ribbon panel yeah, will just the say last no. Time you've been to the zoo. 
I literally live like a block away from the zoo, and I haven't been in there in probably six, seven years. There's my point. Yeah. Oh, I know, but it's we've gone over that ad nauseum. It's not a necessity. Yeah. yeah. It's not a necessity. If we go with putting more money in, here we go again down the same road. Yeah. We got water. We can't even drink the damn water in this city, for I, God's sake. I drink it all the time. We got sewer pipes we can't touch. I, I, I take a dump in it every day. Yeah. But I thought, that's maybe maybe you go for lunch at noon. I don't know what you do, Glenn. But no, I listen to I the show. You could do the show that way to get. Oh, the I, I, I well, it wouldn't matter what time of day it would be if the, if there was some type of shift in whoever did the interview. He would just come on at five o'clock. That's all. I uh -huh. wouldn't have to do it at noon. No, that's that's a no. no Jeff wouldn't let me. I wouldn't allow. I, I it just wouldn't make any sense. Jeff's going to do a great job. I think it's transparency at its maximum. Where Jeff and Jeff keeps saying, if you hear him today, I'm going to ask him some tough questions. And who are the pains in the asses texting Jeff throughout his show saying you're not going to ask him enough tough questions? What is, what is, what's the matter with people? And why text anybody anything like that other yeah, than you know? Yeah. What are you doing well, tonight? <laughs> you don't have to agree, Glenn. I'm not going to. No, no. I wanted to get your opinion. I'm not a liberal. You're very. You're not a liberal. Everybody you're a lively guy. Country. You got the show you see going. The president Glenn. Yes, yes, and I saw him next so to. I don't to, uh, need to say anything else. No, about right, exactly. Yes. Very scary. Yeah, and he's there for another five years. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll let Jason on. Okay, All right. Glenn. <laughs> All right. Thanks. Jason's not calling. Glenn, this is what we really need, Glenn. We need. It's funny. Jason was jumping at uh, Ben Schoen yesterday for being a contractor. I don't know. I was like, what, where's this coming from? What's this world coming to? <laughs> That's what this world's coming to, okay? What are you going to do? Huh? What? Anyway. Yeah, at least 117 times. All right, so I've been trying to read this press release. Now that this gen that last caller reminded me that it was in the other room, that's why I had to uh, unprofessionally walk away from the microphone for about 12 seconds. And it says this. Watertown, in response to the recent challenges faced by Zoo New York at Thompson Park, Mayor Jeffrey M. Smith has announced the creation of the dedicated zoo task force. The zoo task force uh, formed as a result of the Thompson Park Conservancy request for a blue ribbon panel. See, already we're getting we're, we're, we're naming this panel two different things. It's a zoo task force and they're a blue ribbon panel comprised of individuals who will examine the future of the zoo. And they are Mayor uh, City of Watertown Jeff Smith. City Manager, City of Watertown, Ken Mix. Board Chair will be Thompson Park Conservancy, Dr. Mark D. Irwin. Representative Thompson Park Conservancy uh, to be uh, determined. Hmm, okay. Still looking for somebody there. Chair of the Board, not Frank Sinatra, of Jefferson County, William W. Johnson. County Administrator, Jefferson County uh, Administrator, of course, Robert Hagerman. Executive Director and TI Tourism Council, that's uh, Corey C. Fromm. And the president of Jefferson Community College, Dr. Daniel Dupay II, not to be confused with his father. Representative of Watertown Savings Bank, Charles M. Capone II. That's, yeah, I, I heard Jeff say, uh, yeah, I like Capone. Yeah, yeah, I like him. Good guy. Seven, five, five. Oh, and also, president and CEO of Carthage Savings, Dale A. Clock. Economic development specialist on the second page, uh, Jefferson County Economic Development, Robin Stevenson. And esteemed community members include... Check this out. Former Mayor Jeffrey E. Graham, Dr. Alfred L. Uh, I can't. Oh, John Fanya. He mentioned his name today. Baby Doctor, I believe. Uh, Liv Livia Harringer and Brandon Mills. 
And they go on to say the Zoo Task Force, otherwise known as the Blue Ribbon Panel, will bring together diverse expertise and perspective uh, to examine Zoo New York continues uh, to, uh, wait, wait, uh, to, uh, that doesn't make any sense. Uh, their collective wisdom and dedication will be invaluable to this endeavor, says Mayor Jeff, Jeff Smith. This is a panel and a last-ditch effort to save a dying entity. I don't see uh, any of the Robbins family mentioned there, by the way. That could be a lot of people, by the way. Could be Nancy Robbins. As if the Robbins family don't, doesn't, don't have enough to work on. But I would, I would imagine the, someone from that family, from the old McDonald's fa- uh, 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 farm in Sackett's, should be on that list. Considering there's, there's way too many people on that list that it, as it is. So in answer to your question, that last caller, Jeff, in my opinion, genuinely, without reservation, had no clue he was asked to be on here. In fact, no one would know because he's on page two of this press release. In my opinion, Jeff should be the only guy who should determine what's going on here. What Jeff would do and what Jeff Graham has been saying in recent weeks is that if you're going to give money to anyone, it's got to be some type of follow-up, audit. We got to know where it's going. I mean, uh, how much sawdust do you need to pick up and clean uh, bear crap from the woods? I don't know. I mean, just stuff like that. But if we find out we're blindly sending money to an entity that, you know, that's going straight to the pockets of the employees and there's no real effort to bring in uh, uh, any type of uh, monetary uh, streaming, then, then what are we doing? We're throwing good money at bad. But I'm sure that these people... And the fact that the mayor himself, Mary Jeff Smith, put this together, are going to get serious about this because it is the ele- it's not even the eleventh hour; it's midnight for the zoo. So these people are going to put their heads together. And for Jeff to talk to the guy that this gentleman feels is very controversial live on the radio is not a conflict of interest. And by the way, we're not talking about the San Diego Zoo; we're talking about a small community that, if they put their heads together with a former mayor that speaks very openly about how to operate the zoo. And to put him in, tr- in, in contact with this Irwin guy on Tuesday, whether he has drag shows or not, which I could care less about, is, is, is the right thing to do. And Jeff's going to do a great job. That's Tuesday's show. All right, someone's calling in. I know I've been going on and on here, but I just that came up. So, hi, you're on the air. Yeah, how was your turkey dinner today? <laughs> I didn't have any, to tell you the truth. I, didn't, I just, No, I, how come? I don't know. Well, I just, I, what's that now? I said, what'd you do? Go get a hot dog instead? Uh, yeah, actually, I went home, um, and uh, Sharon gave me uh, two uh, tuna fish sandwiches, which was great. Oh, perfect. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, what kind of sandwiches were they? Tuna fish. Oh, there you go. That's what Juanita had. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, well, they're like sisters. And, uh, we also, yeah. and also had soup. And, uh, uh, and I, t- I did a little Real work on my... Or... What's that now? Tomato or vegetable? No, never tomato. Tomato is not a soup. Tomato is just, you know, squashed tomatoes that are yeah, put in like an oven. Yeah, it's like a hot drink. That's what it is. So you might as well be yeah. drinking chocolate, you know, chocolate milk soup. Um, no, I didn't. Or pea soup, the same thing, although I really like pea soup. No, I had some type of broth mix with new, whatever. It was good. Something from yeah. uh, Progressive, you know, Progresso, whatever the hell it there is. There you go, yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. But yes, no, yeah. in, uh, but uh, savory catering. Uh, still in business, despite the fact that they're not at the uh, what was the the greatest restaurant in town, uh, uh, you know, and and bar to go to every night, every Friday night, and that was the Carriage House on Washington Street. 
um, you know, they're still catering from another location, and uh, they did a great job. Right, yeah. The food was awesome, and Jay and his fan and, and his operation, uh, top notch. So I'm and yeah. I'm glad they brought that. They're better off out of there. Yeah, no, they're better off out of there. Yeah, the place was just. I mean, hotel. Hey, so uh, by the way, is, is the is the Ramada Inn still open? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Every time I go by there, it's, it's like completely dark. I mean, it, it, what's going on in there? Well, they had a they had a survey, uh, a news junkie, on where where would you recommend that your family stay? Yeah. Yeah. And you know, years ago. Wait, 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 wait. What was the answer? What What was the answer? Uh, well, you got to look on it. It's, uh, well, you just can't give there. me that. Who are you, Dave Luke? You got to you got to give me a, a. What was the number one well, place? What did I answer? Yeah, what was the what was the I number one? The Holiday Inn Express. Ho- oh, Holiday Inn, not to be confused with the Holiday Inn uh, next or the, the Hilton next door. Well, the one next door or the whatever Hilton. No, you're right, Hilton Garden. Yeah, Hilton Garden Inn. That's, That's an extraordinary place. Yeah, nice restaurant. Yeah, uh, yeah. you know, I, I remember Donigan's when place. the carriage house. My brother worked there. Dan worked there. Yeah, and uh, it was it was a, it was super top notch. But yeah. I mean, it's uh, I noticed a couple years ago. It's kind of like the. I don't know if they're renting to the people like that live next door to the hotel near me or what, but yeah. <laughs> Wait a no, minute! Whoa, no, whoa, no. whoa! That was uh, culturally inappropriate by the tough man. But I know no, what you're no, saying. No, 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 no! <laughs> no, they're 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 renting it by the month now instead of you know. Right, right. They're leasing. Right. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I'm not disparaging. No, anybody, I know I mean, that's okay. You can disparage a, people a, whatever, as long as everyone else is doing it. Uh, the whole look look what's going on in Washington. Look what's going on in college campuses. Look how outward people are. Not that they're on a broadcast facility espousing their hatred towards people, but look at the way young people are referring to Jews and the Israelis. Uh, in, in in reality, they're talking about you and me. By the way, Duff man, they just hate white people and capitalism. By the way, Duff, I got a theory, and I'm gonna I'm gonna share it with you. Okay, sure. I'm gonna yeah. share a theory with you. I have a theory. I have a theory. <clears throat> That the young generation has been coddled, not all, not your children, by the way, not your grandchildren, not anyone's kids listening right now, although some of them fit into this category. I have a theory that this whole uptick of hate, anti-capitalism, anti-police, anti-establishment, pro-socialism, pro-this, pro-that, I feel that the young generation is fearful of failure. Because they come from, their grandparents were from the greatest generation that fought World War II, went through the Depression, built America with their hands, handed it off to their dumb brothers and uh, 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 fathers and mothers uh, who gave birth to them in the last 40, 50 years. And then they, and then they, they then Z generation came around in the last 20 years, and they came up in these really nice houses, 3,500 square feet, everything was handed to them, coddled, unlike the Duffany upbringing, of course, with you and your brothers and sisters, when it was a lot more difficult, not to mention your parents had it much more difficult. You see where I'm going with this? They became right. so coddled that now they go into college, they get three square meals, they get laid, they have parties, and they get their, all their school teachers, their professors, who could not make it into the private sector, are espousing all anti-American things, saying, you don't need to be an American anymore. And they say, you know what? I couldn't do what my grandfather or my great-grandfather or my father or, or anyone could do. I'm just going to badmouth them and say they were wrong, and I'm going to have a better future for you. What the, in reality, Duff, man, here's my point. They're afraid they can't live up to their predecessor's reputation, and now they want socialism. Does that make sense? Well, that and the fact that because uh, the last uh, generation was handed to them, right. was handed to them in certain instances, 
people expect something for nothing. It started back in Lyndon Johnson. Uh, I know. It started a long time because ago. What happened yeah. is there's no, there's no self-respect. Right, right. Well, words. you're talking about the... the, there's, the, no the, shame. the there's no shame about... You know, not working. No, but you know what, Duff? Yeah, I, I know what you're things. talking about. You're talking about the great society and how it ruined the, the uh, uh, urban American, and you're absolutely right. But I'm also talking about there was a recent video well, of, of a young woman that, that just got a job. She's got big-ass uh, payments for her for student loans, and she doesn't want to work 9 to 5 because by the time she gets home, it's 6, 7 o'clock, and she has no time for herself. This is a young woman that is exactly who I'm describing, not someone who came up in the hood and who thinks that everyone's against well, her because no, of the I, color of her skin. Yeah, that's why I said it's spread out, yes. Glenn, and all of a sudden it, it's spread out like a cancer, and, and, and the that uh, nobody feels any shame anymore. They don't mind begging. I mean, for God's sake, you go online, and there are people on there asking for money because they want to live a different lifestyle. They don't want to work for it. They want somebody to give it. Right, right, right. And that's that mindset that they've got. Show a little skin. And get it. Some of them that call this show that, that basically don't understand the fact that you, you what we've created is a weak society. Big time. And you've seen it when we left Afghanistan. Right. How embarrassing. Right. And then I look at the Irish people, or the Irish the Jewish people over there, yeah. those soldiers and the people that, uh, even from the United States, that went back to, right, to, to fight. Israel right. to fight the fight because, right. you know, they, of what happened. And these people aren't expecting something for nothing. They're giving up. Right. No, I agree. No, they're still... you not respect them, uh, those people is beyond me. But I know, I know. And, and I respect everybody that, that tries and all that, and I don't mind giving a helping hand. We all, we all fall on tough times. But what I'm saying is I've seen a, a, a you know, this class of where everybody expects everybody to do something for them for nothing. Right. Well, they, most they of them get something it. for nothing. Especially if you're a pretty girl. You're going to get whatever the hell you want. So, well, that yeah. student loan stuff. Right. Come on, you borrowed the money. I didn't. Right. I didn't get to go to college. Right. All right, I gotta go only because I I got people that are either gonna agree with you or say that tough man okay. he's not he's living yeah, in the city. All right, all right, thanks, tough man. All right, man, have a good one. You too. That's the tough man. Hi, you're in the air. Yeah, hi, Glenn. Yes, I just have one point, and that that is just the, uh, going back to the uh, the blue ribbon committee. Yeah. Now I I like to think that you speak of the truth, you know. Mm-hmm. But come on, uh, are you Italian? If, if that list makes any if there's if it's grounded in reality you mean to say that no one was ever uh questioned or asked if they wanted to be on the committee prior to today uh at all and i don't know you know what i gotta be honest with you saying you're saying you're saying no this is the first he heard of it yeah jeff that's what he told me i believe believe. where's jeff i'm gonna get him on the phone you know, Jeff's probably cleaning up the bar right now with his, with his stroller. I'm going to call him up right now. All right, you, well, you bring... I mean, yeah. I mean, really. I mean, if you're on a committee, shouldn't you be asked to be on a committee? I'm going to find out. Mayor? I'm going to find out. I'm going to... I'm going to oh, I wish I could... All right. All right, right got to do a break. All right, thank you, my friend. I'm going to get to the... All right. All right, thanks. It's like Godfather too. I'm going to get to the bottom of this. All right, I'm going to do this right now, and uh, you're listening to the Live at Five show, a very lively Thursday edition of the Live at Five show. We'll be back right after this. We'll always call you back. All right, we're back. So uh, I did not get in contact with, with one Jeff, but I got in contact with another Jeff, and that's him right now, I believe. All right, is this uh, Mayor hey, Jeff Glenn, Smith? Yes, what's going on? It's Mayor Jeff Smith. So, so Jeff, yeah. 
uh, just so we can clear this up, the question, again, maybe it's my fault, but uh, the impression that I got was that Jeff Graham was unaware of this. Um, but nonetheless, you can explain the rest. No, so I spoke to Mayor Graham, I don't know, several weeks ago, a month ago, about the committee. Um, every, I spoke to at least six of the appointed members personally, and uh, staff uh, uh, spoke with other members. We kind of split it up. We we sat down with uh, Larry Sorrell. He kind of gave an out- outline of people he thought that would be good to be on the committee, um, kind of expanded that. I added... Uh, uh, people from the community like Mayor Graham and a couple other right. uh, citizens, some younger people, some diversity. Right. Uh, Dr. John Fanya right. is on, on the committee. Um, Mr. Mix spoke to him. So um, everybody that, that's on the committee was asked. Yes. Cool. Okay. And again, I could be wrong on this, and maybe Jeff was sheepishly, you know, just saying, oh, I didn't know about it, just being, you know, being whatever. But I don't, one, I don't think it's a big deal. I think anyone that would find out that they were a part of this plan, like myself, and didn't know about it prior to, I, I would be uh, uh, pleasantly surprised, and I would like that. So, nonetheless, uh, people were asking. Well, no, I, yeah, one of the, the, the reasons I thought Mayor Graham would be a good person yeah. is because he'll ask some very hard, difficult, right. interesting questions right. in a professional manner, and I think that's what needs to occur and happen. So sure. I, I think that... That's positive all around to have somebody that has knowledge, institutional knowledge, right. and will ask those hard questions. And, of course, the hard question, Jeff, and maybe we can address this now, is where does the money go and who gets it? Is that a legitimate question? I think Jeff's going to ask that on Tuesday or during this committee. When you say the, the, the money to the zoo? Yes. Okay, so right now there's not a zoo director that's getting paid. Okay. Um, Mr. Sorrell is is kind of retired so right now the dollars are going to individuals that are taking care of the animals and feed and and vet care and things like that just bare bones to keep the operation going from the animals being fed and taken care of uh and then there'll be a hard decision of which way is the zoo going to go is right. it going to be um and how much money we'll take, and, and, and those hard questions of will there that money be there right. from the city or other agencies, and, and how much does the community want it open? Right. You know, it, it's one thing to say we <clears throat> we support it, we want it open, but I'm not going to give any money to it. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Right. There's got to be that financial support or that willingness to. So could, financially support it. Let me let me ask real one quick question. It, it just because there's a committee formed and a bridge till next year. To, to salvage the winter, make sure everything's okay. Is there a possibility that this commission or committee, I should say, would actually say no to the future of, of the zoo too? Would that be a possibility? Well, well absolutely. That's the, in my opinion, the whole intent is to say is, a should you know we have a zoo and, and how are you going to pay for it and is that a sustainable method? Right. So you know if, if the committee comes back and says, well, you know the city of Watertown's got to pay, and I'm just making this right, right, for right, your audience, right, 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 right. You know, if they come back and say, well, the city of Watertown's got to give $2 million a year, that's not going to be sustainable. That's not going to happen. Right, right. Um, so those are the tough questions. They may come back and say, look, yeah, we'd like to have a zoo, and but there's not a financial right. or right. Um, the zoo can go forward, but there's got to be a fundraising arm or piece. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of options and mm-hmm. in, in, uh, 
things that can come out of it. Sure. Um, sure. As opposed to just sitting back and saying, well, we need more government support. Right, exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you need more. So, uh, so those are the questions that the, the committee and uh, will address and look at, mm-hmm. uh, I'm hoping. Right. So. All right. Well, I think that clears up everything. And again, uh, a lot of people were wondering if, in fact, Jeff knew or not. Not a big deal. Jeff's in the glimmer of his life right now. I'm sure he's. I know he's chipper about being a part of this, uh, just like he was when he yep. just when he had the road named after him up at Thompson Park the same day as Joe Butler Jr. Uh, he's a giddy kid. He really is, and he loves it. So anyway, whether yeah. he knew or not doesn't really matter in my opinion. But there you go. He brings he. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he brings a lot of knowledge, and, and I wouldn't put somebody on a committee that didn't know that I was going to put him No, there. I agree. But the other thing was— because you, you know, yeah. what if they don't want to be there? Right, of course. So, yeah, I mean, that's why you ask people. But here's the thing. Uh, someone said it's a conflict of interest for Jeff because he's been so outspoken about the—which I think is great. This is the reason why you just detailed why he should be part of this committee. Should not be interviewing Irwin—I hope I'm getting his last name right—on Tuesday. I think that's the best-case scenario. I think, if anything— the whole world could find out what's going on that way, and Jeff's going to ask those tough questions. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a good thing. Yeah, awesome. All right, well, I know you're driving, and uh, look out for State Street, because that was an awful thing that happened the other night. I know, horrible, horrible. Yeah, just terrible. I, I pray for that guy and that he can get, maybe they can get a GoFund to get him a, a, a new leg now for so he can uh, get, you know walk again. All right, well, thanks, Jeff. At least from the... Yeah, go ahead. Appreciate it. Thanks, Glenn. No, thanks, Mayor Jeff no, Smith. Thank you very much. Uh, Mayor Jeff Smith with us here in the AM 1240 studio, or, well, on the line, I should say, uh, addressing what we were just talking about earlier. So hopefully that cleared things up. And who knows, maybe at the end of whenever they decide, well, I don't know when they're going to be meeting. I don't know if it has an actual date on here, but the task force will be meeting soon. And who knows, after their series of meetings, uh, maybe they're going to do a little test here and there. Uh, maybe sometime in 2024, the decision would be made whether or not the zoo continues or not. I don't know. I hope not. I hope it continues. So one of those things that has a, uh, I guess you could say, uh, a traditional, I, I don't know how to explain this, but it's a legacy thing that you don't want to lose. I was just saying the other day that there's so many non-municipal legacy things that we don't do anymore. We don't have dance halls. Bowling, bowling alleys are a thing of the past. Um, automats, you know, particularly down in Manhattan, when you went in, you put a nickel into the machine and it fed out a, a tuna for sandwich. Those are th- things have changed. No more circuses anymore. I mentioned that the other day. Um, and I'm glad to tell you the truth, but we'll have to see. Anyway, the other, the real thing I wanted to get, not that that's not a real thing, excuse me, but the big, big national news today, there goes Glenn again on that national stuff is that, um, Obama, uh, Obama, what was his name again? I, I get him. Uh, uh, can you believe I'm forgetting Osama bin Laden? I'm, I, I'm confusing him with our former president. Osama bin Laden, whose body is resting at the bottom, uh, uh, for good reason, at the bottom of the Indian River, uh, when he was uh, taken out by U.S. a special troop for a task force, and I believe of May of 2011, if I'm not mistaken, and uh, that was a glorious day. Of course, he was responsible for the death of, of 3,500 people, Americans, on 9-11, and uh, the countless number of, of men and women that would died as a result of the Afghanistan war and the Iraqi war. He was a horrible, heinous person. And on November of 2002, a year after the attacks, he wrote a letter to America. And somebody, I don't know who it was, I don't know if it was AP or Reddit or some news agency, online agency, 
um, posted it. So it resurfaced as part of, like, oh, this is what Osama bin Laden said. And as you might imagine, Osama bin Laden, the world's greatest and most horrific terrorist, uh, was saying that America was the great Satan and was responsible for the state of Israel and the oppression of, of the Palestinians. And it went on and on and on about America and how bad we are. Well, this letter found its way to TikTok and other social media platforms. And once again, Generation Z and other generations, including mine, which is a big, big ass disappointment, took it to the next level. So when I woke up this morning watching Fox News, they were alarmed by this. Can you believe this? Get over it, folks. Get over that question. Of course you could believe it. They're tearing down pictures of hostages in Manhattan. Can you believe? Of course I can believe it. There's nothing I cannot believe anymore. So when you see these videos, and many of them have been taken off, the actual letter itself was taken off Reddit. It was taken off other. It was taken off TikTok. Uh, but you could find it. And, uh, and you could also find the responses. Many of, many of them are from young people, if not all of them, that at least I've seen, praising the words of Osama bin Laden. Think about that. On 9-11 and the days after 9-11, if someone from the future and said, you know what, I am the, from the year 2023, and Osama bin Laden is going to administer a letter to America next year in November of 2002. And by the way, if they don't throw you out at that point for being a man from the future, then you're in luck. But nonetheless, if you did, very hypothetical here, if you were able to speak to people days after 9-11 and told them that young people, many of which are being born right now in the early 2000s or have even popped out of their mother's womb, well, look at Osama bin Laden as a hero and as a man that put it very clearly about the dangers of the great Satan, otherwise known as America. They would look at you and probably throw you into the East River where you would rightfully need to go. But the bottom line is, 22 years later, we, a letter resurfaces online. Smartphones did not exist in 2001. And social platforms such as Facebook, Instagram, and of course TikTok did not exist but it proliferates a message 22 years old and goes into the ears of all these indoctrinated young people who are now steadfast about their own, against their own country. you got to see this stuff, folks. I am not making this up. Search for them. I have some links if you want them. There's a white girl you know, talking to herself. You know how they do those. A lot of people of color, a lot of women of color. I've said that before. A lot of Joy Reads out there. A lot, of, a lot of women of color really detest uh, the white culture, of, uh, otherwise known as the United States. They can't stand us. So, again, they're talking about Israel. They're talking about American Jews, the oppressors, the capitalists, the people with all the money. They're not just saying it about them. They're saying it about white culture. That's all I can tell you. Hi, you're on the air. He's not in the Indian River. <laughs> uh, did I say Indian River? Uh, Indian Ocean, sorry. Thanks for correcting. Yeah, yeah, right, it's a slip of the uh, tongue. What can I tell you? Well, why didn't you ask that bozo why he's on the committee? Uh, who's that? Oh, uh, what are you even talking about? You calling our mayor well, a bozo? You, you know, he, well, of course he's, he's on. He's, he started it. Of course he's going to be on it. Why would he be on it? I mean, we don't want. He knew he couldn't run as mayor again. You know, he wouldn't win. So he he's going to do do something great that he couldn't do for in the four years he was on there. Well, you know, well that's 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 you talking, SG, for the record. I'm and, just saying. And, and, no, I'm just he, saying. It's just like Gerald, Gerald Ford trying to make Porter. Well, they should get more common people on that committee instead. There of, are. What are you talking you know, about? All the people. Look at this list. Aren't going to use the, the park ever. Yeah. Okay, so you're saying that. Well, okay, let's go over the list again. Mayor Smith, Ken Mix, 
Uh, By the way, am I right? Is it Dr. Mark D. Irwin? Is he the guy coming in on Tuesday? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't know why we have a caller that just despises him, but nonetheless. And and then what business is it? Of that caller, and how, how is that a conflict of interest? It's ridiculous. I have no that's idea. Then we have Bill Johnson, uh, Jefferson County Chair, Chairman uh, Higgerman, I said, uh, Corey Fram, Dr. Dupay, Charles Capone, Dale Clock. No SG on this list, SG. No, I mean, they wouldn't anyways, but I, but I mean... I, Robin I, I, Stevenson. That would be a lot of help. And, of course, an este- I love this, an esteemed community leaders at the top of that list... Former Mayor Jeffrey E. Grimm. Do we have to say former mayor? Uh, Dr. Alfred L. Uh, John Fania and Livia Herringer and uh, Brandon Mills. There you go. That's his, yeah. that's his proper title, at least former mayor. You know? well, no, I know, but I'm just being facetious. We know him as the former. He is still the mayor, not the former mayor. Yeah, but uh, the title. So if Once a Marine, always a Marine. Like a former mayor. You can't put mayor because. You know, all, right, all right, all right, all right, all right. All right, all right. Let's, let's stop. Let's stop criticizing over nothing. Nothing. Huh? I'm all good. All right. All right. But so uh, I'm. I mean, like, as far as the getting people from Old McDonald Farm. Yes. They're they're not going to tell you anything we don't already know. It, it works for having a petting zoo. Um, it's not a petting zoo. Don't ever say that because no, they'll no, bite no, your head off. I'm saying if you have a petting zoo, it, it works well and it will draw people and that will help the problem a lot. But you got to contract with a farm or something. But you know that's like going to to Walmart and having you know help save Kmart or whatever. That, why? Yeah, well, Why it's you know it? what Santa Claus uh, from Macy's made sure that uh, if 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 a certain item wasn't at Macy's, they would tell the children to go to Gimbel's. What's wrong with that? It's just a, it's a genuine thing, wrong thing. With it, right? I'm it's Santa Claus. Then he went on trial. If you put a petting zoo up at the zoo, it's going to cut into their business for sure. Right, right. You, you're going to take one kids one place or the other. So, I mean, they're not really going to be wanting to give all the, the secrets of the you know, secret toss away or whatever. No, I know, I know. I, well, I but they can help. And who knows? Maybe they can join hands and, um, I don't know, and, and, and uh, manage the place for them. I don't, I don't know. I mean, my God, we have we have developers now that are getting into all types of businesses, golf courses, restaurants, uh, uh, commercial businesses. What's wrong with someone like uh, the Robbins family diversifying and running the city zoo? What's wrong with that? Yeah, they want to sub- subcontract out of that. Right. Yeah, that's fine. But that, they're not on the list. But maybe the people well, on the list will actually suggest that, that someone talk to them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I mean, if, you know, I just wouldn't think it'd be... Well, we don't know that. At this point... I mean, you you can put all... all, Well, everything's got to go on the table. And you might as well talk to people who know what they're doing. And clearly we know that uh, the Robbins family do. I think my schnitzel's burning. I got to go. All right, thanks. (laughs) Schnitzel's burning. Boy, that doesn't sound good. Hi, you're in the air. Hey, Grant. What's happening? Hey, did you see the picture of the girl that did that thing on TikTok? Well, there's a lot of them. Which one? The girl that did the... the Biden one. Uh, no, well, she is I can, a girl from next door. She yeah. is as snow white right. and blonde right. as you can get. Right, exactly. She's probably Jewish. Probably not. But no, no, no. And I mean, well, first of all, there's Jews with uh, anyone can have blonde hair, by the way. But nonetheless, I see uh, the, the wrong people was, protesting. She's like 22 years old, and her claim to fame is makeup, right? Hair dressing, right? And style and twerking. Gotta, and she gotta pulled twerk. this all off and sent the world into a whole. Oh right, right. This was the one. Right, right. This was uh, patient zero, is what you're saying. This was the one that set off the fire from the beginning. Is that what you're saying? For 
Yeah, the Bin Laden. Bin Laden TikTok. Okay, I, I'm sorry. I, I I was looking at something different. Yes, uh, this. No, she's yeah. just as blonde and white as can be, and she has no idea where Gaza or Palestine, or even knows that Palestine has never been a country. My, I know, and we know ignorance is is clearly in the. But can you see that a beautiful young blonde woman with blue eyes? Would have, would have so much influence on the rest of people, particularly her age, that want to be angry. It's the bottom line. This generation wants a reason to be angry, and that's all they need. And if it's the Jews this week, or, you know, uh, it's going to be Christians next week because we're all in the same category. We're from a free society. We're, we're from Europe. We, we, we crossed the oceans first because we knew how to. We're the oppressors. We're the Columbuses of the world. We're and infidels. we've got to, we're the infidels. We're the great Satan that needs to go back. I love when people, uh, and this is so funny too, there's people on the streets of New York. They're obviously Arab. And they say, well, where do you want the Jews to go? And one guy yells out, back to Brooklyn. I mean, it's just, oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Well, at least we'll get good bagels. Yeah, right. And by the way, this guy's yelling this from, like, across the river. It's like, what, are you an idiot? I mean, come on. People just don't have a sense of anything anymore, but they do have one thing. It's mob mentality. Let's all join in and hate something together. And that's what's happening. Well, Glenn, have you, have you seen the, the son of the Hamas? No. Peter? No. Online? Why, is he on a cross, oh, too? No, just kidding. He, is, he spells it out so well. What'd he say? What'd he say? He says that Hamas is nothing but a bunch of terrorists. And he, this guy is? Palestine yeah, has right. never existed. But, but we knew that. We know that. We know that. And the whole thing is that the Israelis moved out of Palestine, moved 10,000 people right. out of their apartments right. to give pa- or Gaza, Gaza back God, to yeah. the Palestinians. And they pulled back across the border back into Israel. I, I'm, and, and they never had a problem since and, and by the way, yeah, right. That's 18 years, my friend. No, I know. And not only that, the population is a tripled or quadrupled of, of Muslim population, of uh, Arab-Palestinian population uh, since the occupancy of Israel in 1948. So you can't say that's an oppressed society when you tripled or quadrupled your population there during that time period. You can't say well, that. When you t- try to say that the, the people of Palestine are under pressure and not being treated well. Right. Well, guess what? That was because they voted. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. But uh, Talib doesn't want you to think that. Talib wants you to think that they're blindly uh, uh, voted for these guys. I know. I know. I agree with you. But thank you, my friend. I'm to the end of my rope here. But thank you. I appreciate it. That's the ordinance guy. It just goes on. I mean, there's, you know, looking at, you know, white college students trying to make a difference. But I, I do. I was talking to Duff earlier about it. I really think it's a fear. Of, I mean, I have a fear of failure. I think we all do. I think it's a human condition. Got to be a risk taker. Got to put a lot of things on the line. You got to be prepared to lose. And, you know, you got to do what's right to, to avoid failure. And, and on the other end of things, I, I would feel hopeless to know coming out of college, even a state college, is like 25, 30 grand a year. Plus, when you finance college for the four or five years that you're in, and then there's another two years of, of graduate school. You know, the average student today that's gone through college in the last 20 years, or it's certainly 10 years, is looking at something in the area of at least $200,000 right off the bat. That's discouraging. Then they discover, and I love this, I see this a lot now. By the way, the, and I mentioned this, you'll see a lot of posts online of people talking uh, about boomers. Oh, look at this, you know, boomers doing a dance at some type of a uh, retirement community down in Florida. 
And it's just a benign video of, you know, a bunch of 60, 70 plus people, uh, you know, dancing with their big guts on, not a worry in the world. And the caption says, bought their home <laughs> for, bought their home over a, over a bag of bagels back in 1971 and sold it three years ago for $1.7 million or whatever. And you see those a lot. And it's funny. But so I do, I'm not just saying get a job and do what we did. It's different for this new generation. It really is. It's discouraging. And I think that might have something to do with how despondent they are about whether or not they can accomplish the same things that their fathers, grandfathers, and great-grandfathers did yeah, before them. And I think in, a, in, a, in the and they, this is something they would never admit it because the young generation is always right. You're always wrong. You're old. You don't know what you're talking about. Shut up, old man. But deep down inside, I think that is a big reason why they're looking at a different alternative because they don't want to be a part of that. I, I told you about the video that I just described earlier. This girl, you know, she found out her first full-time job means that by the time she gets home after her commute, um, it's, she's home at 6.30 and she got she had to get up at 6, you know, it's a 12, 13-hour day when you add everything from portal to portal. That's a long day. And there's a lot of realizations that you have to, you know, assimilate to after college. It's it's the real it's, it's real life. The party is over. How often do they have football, basketball players, base, particularly basketball and football players, guys from the hood, coming out of college where you know they didn't have to look at a bill or an invoice at all in their entire life. Then they get their first paycheck and they ask, "Who's FICA? Who's FICA taking over? You know, forty two thousand dollars from my pay period here. Who the hell is she?" I didn't get her pregnant, did I? So they're clueless. But you got to adapt. But I think a lot of it is fear, a fear of failure. Socialism doesn't mean you fail. Everyone fails the same way. All right, we're getting down to their, uh, to the nitty-gritty. I didn't think we would go, get into the different things about uh, the zoo and so forth today, but it was very interesting. I want to thank Mayor Jeff Smith for calling in, explaining things there, and everyone else who called in on today's Live at Five show. Tomorrow, Mike Ricca will come in and talk briefly about the upcoming WPBS Christmas auction. AM 1240, WHN, Watertown makes this legal. Up next, CBS. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Monica Ricks. A judge declared a mistrial today for breakfast.